and welcome to Fell in Love with the Hound, the podcast for people who love greyhounds. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Fell in Love with the Hound. My name is Laura Jane and I'm your host. Thank you for listening. The topic of this episode is holidays with your greyhound. Now before we adopted Dash, we would go on all sorts of city breaks and holidays throughout the year without too much thought as it was just the two of us. Now that we are two plus a pooch, <laughs> we've had to rethink our holiday strategy. Because of this, there's been a debate raging in our household over the past few months. We've agreed that we would like to be able to go on holidays with Dash, but we just can't decide between a motorhome or a caravan. Or should we just stick to dog-friendly cottages? It's a whole area that I hadn't given much thought to until we became a greyhound family. As always, I decided to do some research and find out what other people with greyhounds do for their holidays. I put a plea out on the Fell in Love with the Hound Facebook page for anyone who had experience in this type of thing, and I was very lucky to hear from today's guest. So I hope you enjoy your chat and I hope that you get some inspiration for your holidays. and I live in a place called a little village called Daviot which is just outside Inverurie outside Aberdeen and I am an avid fan of caravanning, uh, motorhoming, static caravan, just about everything. I'm maybe a bit too too old for the, the, the tent camping now but I used to do that as well um, but I also my main passion in life is my greyhound Charlie. He is the love of my life and he comes with us on holidays all the time now as well. So it's fantastic. Oh, brilliant. So you sound like the perfect person to speak to then because we are so on the fence about how we can go on holidays with our greyhound, whether it's caravanning, camping, motorhoming. So it sounds like you've had experience yeah. of all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened, yeah. So what's your current setup? You're caravanning at the moment, we've yeah? We've got a caravan at the moment, yeah. And I can't see us changing from that now, to be honest with you. Um, I, I grew up with a motorhome that my my family but my mum and dad had and we had two Springer Spaniels at the time that we went away uh, in the the motorhome with them but uh, it's only been in the towing caravan that I've had the Greyhound but I did have him in a static caravan as well so yes and how how do you find is there enough room because obviously greyhounds are big dogs do you find that there's enough room for (laughs) Um, you the the caravan that we've got is actually quite small Uh, it it is only a two-person caravan but what we do my partner uh, is really into to road cycling so he's always got his bike with him so we we have a quite a large awning that we we have as well so that that makes a big difference yeah. So does the awning act almost like a second bedroom kind of thing? Um, well, I mean, Charlie Charlie sleeps in, in the van with us at night time um, because he, he can manage to just sleep on the floor when, once the bed's made up. But um, but yeah, during the day, he his bed's mm. in the in the awning. So yeah, that does make a big difference. I wouldn't I wouldn't have that size of caravan with a greyhound without the awning. Yeah, just that gives you some extra space. Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. 
so then if you are going on holiday I mean obviously you live in a beautiful part of the world anyway yeah. do you stick to kind of Aberdeenshire or do you travel around the UK it's mostly Scotland that, that we travel um I was funnily enough I was looking up some of the places earlier on it's yeah we've been Balatar, Pitlochry, Nairn, Dingwall, Aviemore, Rothy Marcus, uh, Bunkru, you know just places like that not not usually too far from from where we're based but mm. far enough that that it's you know somewhere different and usually it's yeah. you know a case of somewhere good for my partner to go cycling and I'll go walking the dog and then we meet up later on and walk the dog some more so mm-hmm. yeah so so what's your setup then so for example you've decided you're going to go away for the weekend and you're gonna do you go and stay specifically in a campsite because you've got a caravan you have to go and stay in a a campsite we do yes um i personally don't like staying off site which i'm not i'm not sure if it's really the kind of done thing to 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 stay you know in a a random kind of place i have done it a couple of times in the motorhome many years ago but yeah we we tend to stay at sites just just for the sheer fact of having the facilities um you know things like showers and things like that and even just having like sometimes a little shop or something's quite helpful but uh yeah it's definitely definitely better staying on a site and like a private um independent one or one of the caravan and camping club ones or things like that it just depends and have all the ones you've stayed on been dog friendly are all campsites dog friendly or do you have to check that kind of thing beforehand i would would check most most of them are uh i would say probably about more than 90 percent of them are but what we did find more so again when it was when i was traveling the motorhome and doing things like traveling down in england is you quite often get charged for dogs all right we weren't overly keen on because you kind of feel well if you're getting charged for dogs then there should be facilities for the dogs as well and 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 there wasn't and sometimes it was quite expensive I mean you don't mind paying you know two or three pounds a night for a dog but sometimes it was like 10 or 15 pounds for a dog well that's a lot yeah you wouldn't get anything for it um but I think a lot of them are catering now more for for the dogs, and they they often provide like in, either enclosed areas or like exercise areas, mm-hmm. uh, or they they recommend walks round about or you know things like that. But all the all the time, all your campsites, your your dog is supposed to be on the lead all the time. Um, ah right, okay. I was I was going to ask that question actually because um our greyhound is quite reactive to other non greyhounds, yeah. so that's actually a big thing for us. In that you know, are we going to go to a campsite or somewhere like this, and there's going to just be dogs running around everywhere? <laughs> no, there should there should never be. Um, I mean, certainly it's it's a quite a big rule on caravan sites that the dogs are kept on the leads at all times, unless it is in like an enclosed area. Um, but yeah, it's it is a it is a big thing that on campsites. So tell us a bit more about Charlie. <laughs> how how gorgeous is he? On a scale of one to ten. Oh, just this little gorgeous. Um, he is an ex racing dog from Ireland. Um, oh, I've got all his records. I adopted him from Give a Greyhound a Home, which is uh-huh. an Ayrshire uh, rescue uh, centre for greyhounds and sighthounds. Uh, I didn't intend adopting a dog at that precise moment in time that I got him. Uh, I went along to actually just volunteer for the charity 
and he was the first uh, greyhound that was up for adoption that I met and I just instantly fell in love with him and it only took me about a week or two to to convince my partner that we really needed this <laughs> and yeah so now we've had him for two and a half years and he just turned six just not long ago and he actually well he actually spent his fifth birthday in a caravan um, oh brilliant so he has it and of course I'm I'm as stupid as I'll give him birthday cakes and bars <laughs> and cards and presents and everything so he had, he had a fantastic time uh, uh, when we were actually away mm-hmm. in the caravan um, and he just he just loves it um, so does he travel well then is he quite happy very, very places? Well. yeah very very well from from the moment we picked him up uh, his foster mum actually stays in, in Huntley which is just sort of 20 minutes 20 minutes half an hour away from where we are and when we took him home just jumped straight in the car not a problem at all oh fantastic so he's, that makes such he's, a difference that because I've oh, heard of some yeah. greyhounds that maybe aren't too keen on travelling or being in the car for too long but oh, that, oh, yeah, yeah that makes a, a big difference you can you can usually get him in the car it's you know, when, when you're going to somewhere, getting him into the car is not a problem. He'll jump in. But once you've been for a walk and then he's back to the car, he won't go back in the car because then he's like, no, I'm too tired. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's he is brilliant. He's, he's actually gotten to the point now that when even when I'm going in and out the caravan, like parking the caravan, he'll actually go and sit in the caravan because it's like, well, you're not going without me. So <laughs> it's, it's just... I'm ready for my holidays, mum. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ready before we are, you know. Uh, so, yeah, no, it is, it is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose, like you say, the only downside of having it, the greyhound is that he's a big dog and therefore big beds, you know, food bowls is the, you know, large on the stand kind of things. You need to take a lot of dog food with you, um, mm-hmm. you know, but once you once you're away it's just brilliant it is just I just wouldn't have it any other way to be honest so it sounds like the challenges um the the pros definitely outweigh the cons it sounds like yeah definitely I mean I've since had Charlie I've had a few holidays that that I've gone away without him and I I can't say I hate it but you know I more so it's like well we were in Australia for a for a month and towards the end of that month I was like yeah I want home now because I'm just too much Um, I can imagine you know I'm I'm quite happy going away anywhere in Scotland you know in the caravan because as long as I can as long as it's nice enough day to to go for a walk then it's just you can't get a more beautiful place than Scotland Way before, kind of, when we were um, setting up the chat, you'd mentioned that you had a Facebook page for Charlie. Yes, I do. It's so, Charlie Dog. <laughs> is that all one word? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you just type in Charlie Dog, it'll come up. Yeah. Charlie, right. Yeah. Okay. Just so if anybody that's listening wants to look up and see Charlie's adventures, you can oh, go into yeah, Facebook yeah. and look up Charlie Dog. I'll I'll be going on and having a wee yeah. look as well. So, <laughs> so. But that's about. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I've. Oh, I've I have got such itchy feet now. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to go and hire a caravan. (laughs) Well, if you need to know any sites or anything, just give us a shout because I know plenty. But I would, I would certainly, certainly recommend the one in Dingwall if you were, you were ever up that way. It's a caravan and camping club, 
and they were all the staff there were amazing with yeah. Charlie and it's just funny with all the rabbits as well so <laughs> no, it does it sounds really good so you'd mentioned that you got Charlie from Griv- Give Give a Greyhound at home if I can say that right yeah uh, do you want to maybe tell us a wee bit more about them and how we can find out a bit more information about that yeah um it's Give a Greyhound at home or for short it's Gaga and they have got a Facebook page, so by all means, um, check it out as well. We foster uh, dogs until we can find, um, you know, their forever homes. And we take them, we're, we are obviously charity-based, but um, it's just purely money that we've fundraised ourselves uh, or, you know, that people donate to us. And it's just a fantastic, fantastic community. We do walks once a month with the the group. There's more. There's kind of two, two sort of lots of walks. And uh, one sort of more Aberdeen, Aberdeen or Aberdeenshire, and there's another one that's more kind of like muddy sort of way. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, the the amount of dogs that we've rehomed has has been fantastic. But obviously, we're always looking for more either foster homes or or you know forever homes for the dogs and we get them in all kind of you know states i mean obviously some of them are you know, have been well treated like my boy charlie was well treated um and but obviously we've we've had some poor states as well so yeah. to pay for the vets fees and things like that for them so it obviously costs a lot of money so we do have a uh, we do have a shop that we sell greyhound items as well and so i mean if you again if you go out the the give a greyhound a home uh, you'll see that well there's the it's a happy hound store is the the store where you can actually get greyhound items specifically specifically for them or or personalized items and things so Mm -hmm. it's really really good stuff Excellent. Well, what I'll do is I'll I'll find all these links and I'll put them in the podcast description so that if people are listening and they want to find out more, they can go and find out more. So because obviously we want to support as many Greyhound charities as we can and spread the word. So I'll make sure to include them. That's brilliant. But yes, thank you very much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. And I've had a really, really good time. Thank you very, very much. I'd just like to say a massive thank you to Lynn for taking the time out of her day to talk to a newbie like me about the possibilities of caravanning a motorhome with your greyhound. I was so inspired after our conversation. My research went into super mode and I was utterly determined to buy a caravan. Then fate intervened and we saw a motorhome that was nearby our house, was in good condition and most importantly within our price range. We went to see it, we loved it, fell in love with it and put an offer in there and there. So despite me being 100% team caravan, (laughs) I can now announce that my husband and I are happy first time motorhome owners. So far we've had one trial weekend away and Dash settled in no problem. Now this being Scotland, we went from absolute blazing sunshine in the afternoon to torrential rain in the evening. But that meant, on the bright side, that we knew the motorhome was watertight, so that's all good. I hope this episode of the podcast has given you some inspiration to go on holiday with your hounds. As we know, in their younger years, they don't get a chance to see much of the world, so we, as their forever home family, get a chance to show them blue skies, sandy beaches, and all the trees that they can have a sniff at. If you have any tips on holidaying with your greyhound, feel free to post them on the Fell in Love with a Hound Facebook page. 
or you can email me at fellofthehound at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. I'm off to plan some adventures in our Greyhound mobile. I'm going to need to think of a better name than that. <laughs> I hope you have a fantastic day and please remember, give your hound a hug from me.